0: Welcome to the Menalia Memory Lane Podcast. Remembering the past, in the present, for the future. And now, here's your host for the Manalia Memory Lane Podcast, Jeff Menalia. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Manalia Memory Lane Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Manalia, and we have got a doozy of an episode for you today, (laughs) Uh, so let's get right to it, but first, um, before we do, I would like to remind you all to... uh, Follow, subscribe, and like the podcast on Anchor, Greater Doodle Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify. And now, as of uh, this last week, uh, we are on Overcast. So all those platforms, you can listen to the pod, you can follow the pod, you can like the pod, subscribe to the pod, Whatever you want to do, just as long as this gets out there, want to try to make this bid, guys. Come on, help me out here. Um, and then like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Lane. All right, um, having said that, we're going to try to uh did through follow ups in the sales news as fast uh, as we can because uh, we got a lot to talk about in the main topic um so let's do let's do it all right, just a few follow ups here not nothing too uh nothing too much this week going on. Or from last week's miscellaneous Mitz episode that I need to uh, talk about, that I really needed to talk about for this week. It's um, a real quit. I just wanted to give you guys a health update. Uh, currently, right now, I feel fine. I feel great. And my brother and my dad uh, have retested, as have I. I uh, have not gotten my results yet. My mom we tested too. So far, my brother's negative. Uh my dad was negative. My mom's still positive, but she feels fine. You know, she's not she doesn't feel like she should be positive, if that made sense. So she died, we tested again, and we'll still have yet to see those results. As um uh, my wife and I from our retest. Um, hopefully we're negative, but I, the way I feel, I feel like I don't have it anymore. Like the symptom, like it went away. Cause that's what it just does. Just, it just goes away after a certain amount of time, which is odd. It's very odd, this virus. But, um, but yeah, I've been feeling fine and I'd like to, um, thank everyone on my personal page. Uh, when I, when I mentioned about the, uh, you know, having the virus, i like to thank you all for reaching out to me and, uh, you know, giving me well wishes and it's for me and my family. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I got some of the greatest family and friends in the world, I always say. So I'm very blessed to have that. Uh, moving right along. Um, now towards, like, some uh, uh, lighter notes here. I have finished my supermarket sweet binge. What i do was I started off I would basically watch two at a time just so I have have uh I um hold on one second. So I had to uh turn down my uh ringtone. Anyway, Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, quick follow up to uh, this, um, although I'm just going to keep it in um, this part because I don't feel like uh, trying to edit it. But well, I might. But I do. I did figure out how to edit again. So if anything, if I like get de- some dead air or whatever, um, I'm going to try to uh, edit it as best I can before I publish it this time. I promise. Um, but anyway, Superman Sweep, I, uh, watched them all, I know it's there's 15 episodes, well, let's just say I, uh, I don't know, you said how did I watch two, well, obviously, I watched like three in a row at a time, or five in a row at a time, I forgot how many, however many I watched, I think it was five in a row at a time, right? one time, and then the rest I decided to just... Do, uh, the, the remaining ten, I decided to do two a night. So that I, you know, drag it out. And I want more. I'm not gonna lie. So hopefully, uh... Hopefully Netflix, uh... Adds some more. Adds another... collection uh, collection 2, maybe, you know. Um... It's hard to tell... What... Um... I, I couldn't tell, though, if the show was going backwards or forwards, meaning, like, like the series, if they were showing older ones later, or, like, newer ones first and or older ones later, or vice versa. Um, that's the only thing, though, I couldn't really, because I don't really remember how, you know, what order the season went I mean, I suppose I can look at the episode numbers and tell. Actually, yeah, it's exactly what you do. So I, I might, I, I'll, uh, I'll see what order it was in. I, I think it was old, uh, last and and new, for, newer first. Although it's not really newer if it's like a show from like twenty years ago. But um, twenty, thirty years ago, damn, shit, long time ago. Uh, it's cited for the fall though for the new season. Hopefully. Some have been filmed already. I hope they filmed it before the whole COVID uh, incident, uh, pandemic happened. Uh, So let's hope. Because I'm interested in seeing how they're going to do Bring it back with uh, Leslie Jones as the host later this fall. And, uh, all right, the only other thing I have for follow ups is uh about miscellaneous mixes ah, i'm not gonna lie last week i wasn't too fond of which is why i didn't really promote it that much and once again it got very little views but that was that was less promotion this one was in a hard tour promote because i think it's a fun episode um and uh NetSuite, I will try not to do a miscellaneous mix. I will try to do two main topic episodes in a row. And uh, speaking of episodes, I just say Season 2, we're on Episode 7. Uh, so already we are past Season 1's episodes. And that's pretty exciting to me anyways. Um, and uh, so yeah, so next week. Uh, I'll try to stay away from miscellaneous missions as much as I can, but I can't promise anything, uh, that's just on the fly, you know, situation. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, that is all I have for the mis- uh for the miscellaneous, match. for the, uh, follow-ups. Let's move on. Not too much nostalgia news, but let's move on. Just like two things of nostalgia news I want to tell you about. But, uh, so let's head over to nostalgia news. All right, so... As you know, I'm technically on vacation this week. This week was on vacation week for me. Uh, Staycation, actually rather, Um, even though I was stuck at home due to the uh, COVID situation. So I've been watching a lot of uh, stuff on YouTube, a lot of TV, just random stuff. And I actually came across a pretty cool thing that I shared on my personal page. I think I shared on. I probably didn't. I probably didn't. On uh, the and Himalayan Facebook page, but I I think I just shared it on my personal page instead. But last Saturday I watched um something. It's called. It was I found it on YouTube on my main feed. Well, actually no. What I okay no. This is how I found it. I am in a group on Facebook. Called, you know, the Throwback Lounge. So someone posted it there. And then I found it on YouTube and watched it then. Um, it's... The channel's called Hosts at Home. And I guess this guy... Uh, interviews a bunch of uh, game show hosts from, like, the past. Or, like, your favorite game shows, you know. And... Uh, the episode the episode that I saw, which is funny, because I gotta go back, because there's a few good ones, um, I'll probably watch them tomorrow, that I saw, that I wanted to go back and look at. But the main one I saw, the only one I watched so far, is um, the recent one that came out last week, I want to say, sometime, maybe? I can't remember. But... Um, it's, it was fairly recent, and it was uh, Dred Lee and Ratapella from the PBS classic uh, where, uh, game show, Where in the World is Tom in San Diego? Now, quick toy on that. I'll never forget, you know, it was after school one day. I'm flipping through channels, you know, I'm done with my homework, flipping through channels, looking for something to watch. I come across this game show on PBS and instantly fell in love with it. Did not miss it from there. The the theme song. Vacapella. it was it was catchy as hell. You know, it was a fun show. If for those who you uh who don't know about this show, look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Uh why and if you do if you did watch it Watch this reunion as it was. It was a reunion between Dreadley and the host. Well, the host was Dreadley, but then, uh, Rotapella. Some of these guys have really aged. Some of them look the same, uh, just got older. But, uh, like the one low voice guy, the, 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 the uh, crap. I'm not a. I'm not a choir guy. I can't remember what is that baritone? If you're like really deep voice, I think. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not good with musical uh, terms. Um, I mean, I know soprano is high. He wasn't a soprano. He was definitely low, 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 uh, low voice guy. He aged drastically. <laughs> you know, he's 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 got white hair now. He's got a uh, a beard. But the rest of the guys, they look pretty good. I mean, he he doesn't look bad. And he still talks good. You know, it's like, it's all it's all good. They all look great. So many memories uh, watching that. And finding out some pretty uh, funny behind-the-scenes stuff and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool show. I highly recommend it. It's on YouTube. You can find it at host at Home channel. And um, it was the uh, where in the world is Tom San Diego reunion? And that's actually, oh no, that's not it, because this next thing segues into today's main topic. This past Monday was Bud's Bunny's 80th birthday, and why does it segue into Today's main topic, well, because today's main topic is all about Looney Tunes. Uh, there was a, an all-day Bugs Bunny marathon on Boomerang. So, <laughs> who watched it but yours truly? now I, I didn't watch the whole marathon. I, I just recorded a few... Uh, the the classic Looney Tune episodes, uh, compilations. there was two of them. So I, I recorded two episodes of those. They were two hours each. But this one had like all strictly Bugs Bunny episodes, which was you know fine because I mean there's there's the tamios with uh you know Daffy and. Elmer Fudd and all those classics. I'll get to that in a second, though. And then uh, I watched one of the latest, newest, I guess you should say, the the latest show before this new show that's, I believe, on HBO Max now, is it? That I have not seen yet. But, I mean, the show before that that was on Boomerang, uh, I recorded an episode that I will talk about later as well. Um. and uh, it was fun so I guess he made his uh, Bud's Bunny made his first appearance on July 27th, 1940 Um. it was the uh, directed by Tex Avery, it was called A Wild Hair and it was the first uh, film where both uh that featured both Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. And, uh... Of course... Um... Uh, Mel... Mel Blank, uh... Provided the boy the voice. And it even won, uh... An Academy Award nomination for Best T- Tartoon sh- sword sh- Subject. I'm... Sh- totally witty in this. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so that was the first official uh, debut, as you will, of uh, Bud's Bunny. Actually, Porky's Hair Hunt was the first Warner Brothers cartoon to feature Bugs uh, Bugs Bunny, like Rabbit, uh, but he was called like uh, Happy instead of Bud's Bunny. But it was so. That, but it was, it was this Ted Savy film a wild hare that was his first one so 80 years late wait huh hold on 50 Sixty? 70 80 90 yeah shit 80 years later here we are i mean it was his 80th but there's so a duh <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Uh, I believe it. Um, so yeah, happy birthday, uh, Bugs Bunny. And now, let's get in to talking about Bugs and Friends on uh, our main topic of the discussion, Looney for Looney Tunes. Alrighty. Today's main topic, as we just, as mentioned, Looney for Looney Tunes. That's right. Now, for those that know me, you would think I thought you were a Disney guy. Well, I am, but through the years, as you will soon find out, I always had a soft spot for Looney Tunes, as well maybe not as much as disney but i mean i i did grow up on like the cartoons and the movies and all that and the video games much like what will be discussed in this video video in this podcast <laughs> excuse me um so this is not like a history of episode because We'll be here all night if I, you know, go through the history. This is mostly, like, uh, some of my personal favorite uh, cartoons, the movies I've seen, video games i played, and maybe a few, the few, uh, Great America memories that I have. Not that much, but it's, you know, you know, uh, stuff like that. So... Let's get right into it with uh, some of my favorite cartoons. Well, honestly, I don't, like my earliest memories of, you know, Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies, uh, I, I honestly don't know, like, how I was introduced, if it was on VHS or if it was on TV at the time. I know I watched a bunch of Saturday morning cartoons and I know there was like like, like the Buds and Tweety uh show on 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 uh Saturday mornings and I know Nickelodeon had Looney Tunes um but like before that, though. It had to have been on TV. I just don't know when and where. I've seen it, you know. But, uh... You know, the thing about Looney Tunes, Chartoons, is the they're a bit edgier, yet still ridiculous enough to be kid-friendly, although some of it might have some of them might have been you know today you look back on it and you realize that some of them might have been like a bit racial or controversial but you know when you're a kid you don't think about that kind of stuff you just you just watch it and you know enjoy it and laugh um, you know you don't get offended by it <laughs> some of the some of the stuff you know you, I, I can tell... You know, it was a VHS, actually. It was a Bugs Bunny VHS that I had. Um, I think it was my first, earliest memory that I can remember with a bunch of Bugs Bunny cartoons. And then I had I had another VHS that was a Daffy Duck one. But... Um, you know, I, I can... I can... Name uh a bunch of uh my favorite cartoons, but we'll be here all day uh, I mean all night rather as I'm recording this said in the middle of the night um so just to name a off, few off the top of my head uh love the trilogy with uh you know rabbit fire rabbit seasoning and uh <laughs> uh, duck Fire, Duck or whatever. Um, the the trilogy with Elmer, Bugs and Daffy, and they're trying to you know the the disputing on like what season it is between the two of them if it's rabbit season or duck season. Those were always classic. Um, I loved all the Voad and and Wiley e. Coyote cartoons. I loved anything with Daffy. Uh he was definitely one of my favorite characters. Uh some of the Foghorn, Lane Lanehoor and stuff was was fun to watch. And uh Sylvester and Tweet just I I liked a little bit of everything. Um you know, and again as ridiculous as these cartoons were they were meant to be because hence the name Looney Tunes you know and uh, like I said there was a lot there was a little bit more violence cartoonish violence in Looney Tunes than there was in like Disney you know cartoons although there was a few not a lot of violence in Disney cartoons like the shorts I'm talking about, the classic shorts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just like the stuff with Donald and stuff, you know, getting into trouble with Chip and Dale. But like, uh, but that's like all, it's not as bad as uh, some of the stuff that was in Looney Tunes. A lot of uh, Russian roulette going on in the Looney Tunes uh, episodes from what I saw To prepare for this, I've watched, the past week, I've watched, um, from 11 to 1, they have a slot on uh, Boomerang, (laughs) that show old classic, uh, the classic, you know, Looney Tunes cartoons. So I watched uh, those, see what episodes came up. And uh, a lot of the ones that I remember, that I liked back when I was, you know, little came up. Um, and a lot of them I never seen before some of them i never seen before I even uh, played so that was uh, that was fun and um, so just you know the or, or the ones where, um, I forgot which one came first. I want to say it was the Daffy Duck one that came first, where you see, like, an animator drawing, like, the scene and stuff, and, like, that uh, Daffy's in it, and he's, he's put in these situations from whoever's animating, doing the animating and, uh, he's putting him in these like crazy situations and like erasing him or changing his look and, you know, colors. And it just, I can't remember what it's called uh, at the moment. Give me one second. Okay, I found the episode. It was, it's called, uh, Dr. Muck is what I'm thinking of. And then, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it starts off with, you know, uh, Taffy touches, you know, uh, Musketeer as he appears, and he's boldly engaging as an, an acting, uh scene with a, you know, fencing foil. And, uh, as he thrusts and foil uh, the foil and advances, the background abruptly uh, disappears, leaving a plain white, white screen. I'm not going to read this whole thing because I'm going to stutter through it, but, um, that's the episode. And then, at the end of the episode, it turns out to be uh, when he demands to know who is, you know, doing all this to him. It turns out to be Bud's bunny. Well, the funny thing with that is, uh, later down the line, uh, in an episode called uh, "Rabbit Rampage," uh, Bud's bunny turns out to be the victim, and Elmer Fudd turns out to be the the art, the the artist you know the um the animator rather, and uh apparently this plot's been used a couple of times on later shows that I never uh watched because it was the newer shows when I was older um but yeah that was a that was always a classic and then uh, oh by the way uh when I was looking at this um I found out that the name of the one episode wasn't fire, duck, fire, or whatever the hell I said. It was, uh, you know, rabbit, duck, rabbit. Oh, no, duck, rabbit, duck. That's what it was. That was the last uh, trilogy. So basically, when it boils down to it, my favorite uh, cartoons were anything mostly by uh, Matimzin, Jones, and Frayling. Uh, director-wise because those were like uh, I mean, those I'm sure there was other director ones that I liked but those are the main three that stick out in my head seeing uh, you know, after the end of each episode not each episode like in the beginning, you know, where says directed by um, that, that I'm picturing in my head right now, seeing those three names pop up quite a Quite a bit, um, so anything the day usually did, uh, I enjoyed. Uh, speaking of that, let's go into some of the uh, the movies that uh, I've seen, the Looney Tunes movies. Um, again, I'm not gonna go through like the history of the movies. But just the ones I've seen, and this isn't the order I've seen them in, but this is the order that came out that I'm going to list off here. I have it on my notes. I remember seeing Buds Bunny's uh, third movie entitled 1001 uh, Rabbit Tales that came out November 19th, 1982. Daffy Duck's Fantastic Island, which came out August 5th. Hey, it's my parents' anniversary. Uh, 1983, that's the year I was born. Um, Daffy Duck's Crackbusters, September 24th, 1988. And then, of course, uh, Space Jam in 96. I've seen, I have not yet seen back in action. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces, but not all the way through. So I can't really count that as a, a movie I've seen that came out in 2003. But, uh... Out of the movies here listed, um I've I definitely saw David Dutt's Trackbusters first. In fact, I know I saw it first, and I've actually we actually recorded it. Uh, and so I had a copy of it myself. Um, you know, on VHS, and I wore that VHS out, man. That was one of my favorite uh even though it was like a compilation film that had like all sorts of uh, cartoons to it, you know? Um, It was like a mixture of well, it was a mixture of some new stuff but then some other classic shorts but that, you know, that's what most of these movies were but that's hell, that was fine with me you know, I I still enjoy it, cause it was like uh, it was like a Ghostbusters um, parody, like, and I was a big Ghostbusters fan growing up. So when uh, Daffy Duck Scratchbusters came out, you know, I had to see it, and there was some good ones there too. Uh, personal favorites from that were like the the <laughs> the. The one with uh, Buds and the uh, oh god, what was it? Oh yeah, the Buds and the the town Dracula, you know, in uh, Transylvania sits five thousand uh, short, and then uh, hide and go tweet, where it was like a and high thing where. Um Sylvester's sleeping outside of, uh, Dr. Jekyll's office and, uh, Tweety comes along and then he, uh, Sylvester sees him. So then he runs inside to the windows open. He runs inside and he hides in a bottle of, uh, the hide formula. And so throughout the entire short, he turns into this huge giant monster of a bird and uh what you know it's funny because the um chasing him around and then there's, there's one scene where they're uh, he's he trees down him by the tail and this is when he was in uh monster form he's down by the tail and he uh the part where he does flies and then he turns back into a regular Tweety. So he's struggling to keep him in, in the air, obviously. And Survivor's like, fly, fly faster, fly harder, fly. And he, he takes his uh clawing at uh, Tweety and he gets, like he's got two of these like feathers in his hand, so he, he flaps his hands, you know, rapidly like that's gonna and it actually works. it's a cartoon. And he floats down, but then he uh, opens his mouth as he sees Redlo Tweety come down, like he was gonna catch him in his mouth. But then the monster Tweety again and just swashes him. Um, but the whole thing turns out to be a dream or uh, nightmare, rather. So then, when he wakes up and he sees Tweety come again, he uh, he runs for his life. He's like, "Help! He's the killer!" You know. Save me, save me. Uh, that was always one of my favorites. And then... Uh, <laughs> the uh, the Duxorcist. Which is like basically the exorcist. But with, you know... Um, the... the what do you call it? Uh, Daffy. And I can't remember who else. Oh, apparently someone named Melissa Duck. I don't know who that was. Um... Uh, my favorite line in that was when she was possessed, <laughs> and she goes, "Mary had a little lamb, but I ate it." And that line always cracked me up. And then, of course, this was the one with the abominable uh, Snow rabbit, where with uh, with the you know abominable snowman, and he, all he wanted was a pet bunny rabbit, and he will name him George, and he will hug him and squeeze him and, you know, <laughs> pet him. And uh, So there's that class there episode. This was one of my favorite uh, movies that I've I've seen, given that it's a compilation film, but it was still one of my... Definitely one of my favorites. And that's the Space Jam, to be honest. Let, let's be honest. Space Jam, Michael Jordan. Can't get any better than that. But... Uh, Bugs Bunny's, uh, the, the 1001 Rabbit Tales was another one of the compilation films that featured, uh, different, um, short films. And I guess the premise is, uh, Buds and Daffy are book salesmen, and then they do all their separate ways, and then Bugs ends up at this, uh, at Yosemite Sam's palace in the desert and Sam orders um buds to read to his read stories to his son and then that's where all the these clips come through and I believe uh the classic fod cartoon you know the w b fod Hello, my baby. Hello, my... That's in this one. And, uh... As well as, uh... Tweety and the Beanstalk. And, um... Uh... Let's see. I mean... Uh... Some of this... The only thing I didn't like is that some of these, uh cartoons in this movie were edited and like shortened or like only told partly so that I really didn't you know care for that too much this next one I remember watching um uh Davy Guts Fantastic Island which if you can if you haven't uh if you don't know blatant ripoff off of uh, Fantasy Island, the show Fantasy Island, and it has Daffy Duck and, and Speedy Gonzalez, appropriately, and uh, they find... They're stranded on this island, and they find this wishing well, and they made a wish that they want to make this place uh, a tourist trap and make lots of money and stuff, and hence the name Fantastic Island. And I... The funny thing about this is, I actually remember seeing this and this is again my memory how my memory works I remember seeing this in 1996 summer of 96 and I remember renting it from (laughs) excuse me from the new newly opened at the time Hollywood video so (laughs) um, don't ask me how I remember that I, I just I just do and why I knew it was the 96, Because I remember the Olympics were going on at the same time So I knew it was the year Of the Olympics at that time um, And it was, it was alright uh, Film From what I remember But like I said Second favorite No, my favorite Movie uh, Although there was another one that I legit just watched before I retorted this episode. And I'll get to that in a second. But. Uh, when you talk about Looney Tunes films. You can't leave out the classic Space Jam. Of course. Uh, Space Jam came out in 96. And it starred Michael Jordan. And being the Chicago Bulls fan that I am. Uh, of course I had to see this. Uh. Enjoyed it very much, you know, a bit good casting. Bill Murray was in this movie, Uh, Danny DeVito was the voice of the, the villain who I can't remember right now but I remember making a joke or someone making a joke that the guy the guy that was, um, that, whoever, whatever his name was in the, in the film. Damn it, what was his name? Swathammer. That's, a, that's what his name was. Uh, the character's name was Swathammer. You know, he's the guy, he's the lead, uh, like, he runs more on mountain and stuff. And, uh. I remember during uh, Last Dance, um, someone tweeted that he is basically the cartoon form of uh, of Jerry Krause. And it's true, too, because he was played by Danny DeVito, and he's short and Jerry's short. And it was, it was, uh, that's pretty funny. I thought a uh, reference to him. And, uh <laughs> So oh so yeah. Uh before I get into spin-offs, my favorite spin-offs, I do have to say when I was uh researching the uh, movies, uh I saw movies to come. Now for those that been living under the rock, you know that they are gonna have a space jam too or in this case it's called Space Jam, A New Legacy, and it's coming out next year, next summer, starring LeBron James. Am I going to see it because it's Looney Tunes? Yes, not too thrilled about LeBron being in it. We'll be very thrilled if maybe Michael makes a cameo in it. Um but I'm not a huge LeBron James fan at all. So I don't know. But then for twenty twenty two release, it looks like it says uh Toyote vs Atme. So I'm assuming it's a Wiley Toyote e. movie, which is pretty cool. And then a Speedy Gonzales movie. Um for 2022 coming out. So that that looks interesting. Alright, now on the spin-offs. Real quick. Um The main two spin-offs that I remember is Tasmania and of course Tiny Toon Adventures. And Tiny Toon... Speaking of Tiny Toon Adventures, that's what I wanted to mention. Another favorite movie of mine was based off the spin-off series... 92 Adventures, but it was a direct to video uh, release entitled How I Spent My Summer Vacation. <laughs> it's on Hulu. I literally just watched it before we toyed in this episode. Just for the hell of it, just to bring back memories. Because let me tell you, I wore this VHS out. I loved it so much. A lot of different plots in the episode itself. My favorite, uh, being the one with, uh, Plucky is going with Hampton and his family and the door to the happy world land and all the, that whole crazy plot in itself was just hilarious. Um, there's other, there's like a bunch of others too, but, um, uh, like the whole, uh, Buster and Babs, you know, they're uh, doing this, like, uh, water war, basically. You know, Buster's, uh, qu- you know, all Babs wants to do is relax and get some sun. Buster's, uh comes up and he squirts her with uh squirt gun, uh water gun, and then, you know, a water gun fight ensues. And uh, all of a sudden it goes too far. And then next thing you know, they're floating down. A flooded uh at me and the you know floating off on this adventure, and then I tried to bat to uh me which takes the whole summer uh throughout the show you'll you you know if you've seen the movie you know what I'm talking about but uh so that that was i guess my second favorite uh main plot, and then there's also all these other little subplots that are just you know ridiculous, but uh those are my two favorite ones. Uh, and another funny thing is I noticed in the credits <laughs> If you If you do see it on Hulu Because it's on Hulu like I said Highly recommend it Let your kids watch it You'll like it too But if you have kids let them watch it They'll like it um, Read the credits After this movie Because you know when I was a kid You know who who reads Who reads credits as a kid I read the credits on this, you know, just now. And there's some pretty funny credits in, uh, in there. um, Like uh, original runtime, eight hours and, uh, you know, 37 minutes or whatever. And like the uh, uh, reason why this went uh, straight to video because it's pretty darn good or something like that or because it's that darn good and then there was like a top four reasons why uh oh god what was it I don't know but they ma- they mentioned how like 18 plots in a movie doesn't work or something like that or something like that Uh and it wasn't like 18 plots but it seemed like 18 plots um uh, <laughs> There was a lot going on in this movie, but I I highly recommend you checking it out. And then uh, Tasmania, you know, was the Fox Kids show, and I don't really remember. Oh, by the way, I forgot to look up the name of the episode, but by far favorite Tiny Toons episode, by far. Had to be when Plucky Duck was remembering when he was an infant. <laughs> and he was... Uh, he was... Uh, throwing stuff down the toilet. And like his rubber ducky and his like diapy. And he would say the lines... Diapy don't down the hole. Ducky don't down the hole. Oh my god. I I never cracked up in a cartoon as much as that. <laughs> it was so... Uh, Hilarious When I was When I watched it um, Growing up Uh, I can't remember For the life of me I can't remember the name of it I'll have to uh, look it up And have a follow up Next week But um, But moving my lawn here Other than uh, uh, But like I said Tasmania It was was alright You know For what it was and then, of course, there was the Buds and Swedish show that I made mention of earlier that I watched as a kid, you know, Saturday mornings, which basically just a compilation of the classic uh, Mary, Metal- Mary Melody cartoons and stuff like that. So nothing really plot worthy there, just compilation show. And then I remember watching it on Nickelodeon, like Looney Tunes on Nickelodeon and stuff like that. And, uh, but these weren't really spinoffs. They were just, you know, shows being showed on Nickelodeon and stuff. Um, but, uh, as much as I, as much as I, uh, didn't quite care for Tasmania, the video game, on the other hand, is a different story. And that segues into, the Looney Tunes video games I played. Now, earlier today, I did some research on the evolution of Looney Tunes video games. And I realized there was a lot of them. There is a lot of them. Um, I only jotted down the ones that I played. And honestly, I didn't think I played this much. But I played quite a few uh, growing up let me just uh list them off in order of um the year they came out uh first being the roadrunner uh arcade and nes versions i remember playing that came out in 1985 funny story about where i played the roadrunner arcade so we were on vacation in disney And we were with our friend's kids, uh, Stephen Katie. (laughs) I forgot why. Maybe because, oh, maybe because they were going to Pleasure Island or something. Um, My parents and our friend's parents. But we had to stay at this horrible, like, childcare place that was contemporary. It was this small ass. There was like nothing to do there and i remember the lady worked there was kind of a strict uh, lady and she didn't it was it was it was no fun at all <laughs> it was uh the Theatre club at the contemporary but anyway they had this arcade game there so that was like the only good thing about this place was that playing that game but then, like, I think I got in trouble because like, I pushed the kid down or something that wanted to play it, and I was still playing it, and I pushed him down for whatever reason. <laughs> and I got in trouble. But uh, I, I'll i never forget, when our parents came to pick us up, we were, like, free from that place. We were very thankful. and We were like, yay, you know, never bring us there again, and they didn't. Um, but then I remember playing in the contemporary game room after that dreadful experience that that made that made up uh, up for it but yeah so the roadrunner and then of course the nes i remember playing as well um next up one of my favorites buds bunny crazy castle i only played the nes version and i only played the first um version i know there was like what like two or three or four of these games that came out throughout the years on uh, like game Boy and stuff but I only played the NES version where um, I guess uh, Honey Bunny gets kidnapped by Wily Coyote, Yosemite Sam, Daffy Duck, and uh, Sylvester, I guess? I can't remember if Elmo's in this or not. Although, reading up on this game, I was today years old when I realized that certain characters do certain things, like certain enemies do only do certain things, like they move a certain way or whatever, or like it takes how many hits to get them down or however you beat them. It's very weird. I never knew that before, but I will say uh, this game was pretty fun, Um, and I liked how after like if you died at a certain level or lost all your lives, that they give you passwords So that you can go back to where you left off, which is kind of like a save point. But like, um, all I remember is... on the uh, instruction booklet, writing down all these passwords uh, to come back to you know where we left off. And thank God they did. Other than uh, uh, it was like sixty levels, uh, I read, and that's a lot of levels. I can't remember if I ever beat the game, but, uh, probably not. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, honey bunny. <laughs> Didn't save you. But, oh, actually, no. No, I think I did, actually. Um, it took a long time, though, but I did. And another thing I remember about this game is music. Music in this game, pretty, uh, pretty funky. Um, especially the ones with the, the levels with the pipes. It was like that, that sit beat, that, da-da-da-da-da, da 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 okay, that's enough. But yeah, um, so that was a, that was a fun one, Bud's Bunny, Tracy's Tassel. Uh, next we got Bud's Bunny's birthday blowout for the NES that came out in 1990. By the way, that Crazy Tassel came out in 89. I remember this game, we had this game, didn't really like it as much as Crazy Castle to be honest with you. I think the premise for this game was he invited people to his birthday but like Elmer Fudd or Daffy Duck or something, someone took all the birthday invitations. Like they stole them, I don't know maybe that doesn't sound I don't know, and like buds had to go retrieve them or something. I don't know I can't remember quite the promise I didn't look that up I should have but i I, I didn't um I, it was all right, I guess you'd actually do more stuff with buds than just uh you know just you really couldn't attack enemies. I mean, you could, but you attack them by, um, I mean, Crazy Castle by, you know, either just walking into an object and uh, pushing it off a cliff, like a safe or something, or an anvil on top of an uh, enemy. Or I guess you can equip yourself with a, with a punching glove and uh, walk up to him and that's the only way you can punch the guy is with that glove. And I think you can only use it once, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, kind of pointless. But at least in this game, uh, Birthday Blowout, you can use like a hammer and stuff. I think. Um, Another one of my favorites that I played. Okay, so apparently there was two versions of this game. Two totally different versions. There was a Genesis version and a Super NES version. I didn't have Genesis, so I played the Super NES version. It was Tasmania. This was another fun game. I I liked. I enjoyed. Simple concept. You you timed. But you like. You. ta you you play as Taz obviously, and you you spinning down the the road, eating uh, trying to eat up uh, however many canaries. Tenaries. or tea, it's probably kiwis. Yeah, kiwis. The, the, I told them, tena- I, I'm thinking tanaries is the yellow and like Tweety's yellow, but they were kiwi birds, uh, ye- yellow kiwi birds for that matter. And uh, you gotta eat them all up before time runs out or digest them before time runs out, and uh, also you can digest like um, you know, bluebirds and. Redbirds, if you digest those, you get extra time. And like uh, time limit goes up as the game progresses because the amount of birds you gotta digest goes up as well, so you need a little more time. And it does get trickier as the game progresses as well. I don't think I made it past that too, to be honest with you. But I remember still enjoying the game a lot and liking it and renting it a lot from uh, Blockbuster and stuff or New Wave Video. Or maybe even Hollywood Video for that matter. Um, I don't think I actually owned it. I don't know why I didn't own it. I should have owned it. I wish I did. But I didn't. Um, So that came out in 93. Roadrunner's Death Valley Valley. Similar to the Roadrunner original game. But slightly more animated since it was on the Super Nintendo that came out in 92. Uh, another game I remember renting. Um It was alright. It wasn't, you know, it was a little bit more obstacles than uh, the original, which was, you know, fine, but it's, you know, objects is obviously to get away from Wily e. Coyote as, you know, And get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time or something like that. I um, can't really remember. This next game, this next game I remember, unfortunately Uh, Tiny Toon Adventures Busted Bust Loose. That damn train level could never get past it. So, this is a frustrating game to me. I remember. Um, and that came out in ninety two. I think that was one of those first Super Nintendo games we got, or one of the earlier ones that we we got for like Christmas or something. Um but yeah, it was a pain in the ass. I, I didn't really like that game. Um Daffy Duck Uh and the Marvin mission the 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 yeah Daffy as uh Duck Dodgers. Which is another favorite cartoon short, by the way, when he was Dot Dodgers of the 24th and a half uh, century. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a Super Nintendo game. I want to say there was a Redland, uh NES game, Dot Dodgers, that I also played. But uh, I didn't see it. I, I thought I saw it on the list, but then I didn't see it when I went back to look. so I don't... I don't know if I was seeing things or what but um, yeah so this was basically a, a Dodgers game I remember venting uh, this next one uh, I remember venting too didn't really did far in this one don't even think I died past the first level in this one Bugs Bunny, uh, Rabbit Rampage The animation was good. The gameplay absolutely sucked, um, in my opinion. Um, But it looked promising. Uh, You know, now that I'm older, I wish I had this game. And I wish I had a Super Nintendo. I mean, I do, but it's at my parents' house. But um, actually, I, I, I have my Super Nintendo I don't know. But anyway. Um. And I don't know what the premise was for this game either. Uh, might have rented it like once, twice, not many times. Did not definitely didn't own it. Um This next one I haven't asked you it by because I don't know if I played it or not. It sounds familiar. It looked familiar when I saw it. Uh Tiny Toon Adventure, Wild and Wacky Sports. It does sound like the game I played though, and it's basically just what you would think. It's like a, a party game. You know, you to play it, you know, multiplayer, and you're just doing a bunch of wild and wacky sports. Hence the name, Tiny Toon Adventures, Wild and Wacky Sports. Like Um So I wanna say I rented it Um and played it. I can't quite remember though. So that one's the only one I'm not totally sure that I played. Um, then, by far, my favorite Looney Tunes game, Looney Tunes B-Ball for the Super Nintendo, came out in 95. I gotta tell you, this was... I rented numerous times. I'm pretty sure I bought it eventually. But... um or well, maybe... Maybe I didn't... I don't remember. But we I should have. Fun game. Straight up best... It's like straight up street basketball. I think it's like two on two. If I'm not mistaken. But it's like... You know, there's... There's different power-ups you can use. There's, uh... I just... All sorts of looniness you can think of, but basketball. And um, I want to say my favorite character in that was uh, Wiley Coyote because when he actually dunked, he he actually goes through the hoop, like his entire body went through the damn hoop. So that was pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, that was that was super fun game. Uh, YouTube it if it's on YouTube, or look it up. Um, this last game I remember playing out of the list of games. So basically, from nineteen eighty-five to nineteen ninety-five is when I bought Looney Tune video games. Apparently, or played Looney Tune. Well, okay, Le- the games that came out in eighty-five to ninety-five I played. I didn't actually play them in eighty-five. I was like what three or two only no. Yeah, I was two. I didn't stop playing Nintendo until I was like at least Nintendo came out in nineteen eighty-five. I was Eh, I might have. I can't remember. But um this last game, oh my god. Porcupine's Haunted Holiday, worst game I ever worst Looney Tunes game I ever played. Pain in the ass. Gameplay sucked. Didn't like it at all. Probably didn't... Another game I didn't get past the first level of, I think. It was just so frustrating. Um, Animation of it was pretty cool, though. Because then it was Super Nintendo. So, uh... So, yeah, there you you have it. All the video games. Looney Tunes video games that I played and enjoyed. If I had to give a top five off the top of my head. Honestly, I would go... Damn, which one I would go? Okay. I would go Birthday Blowout at number five. Roadrunner at number four, the original. Uh, Tasmania at three. You know what? I'll say it. Crazy Tassel at 2 and Looney Tunes b-ball, B-Ball at number 1. My favorite game. I swear to God. I just play that because it was a simple basketball game. You know, straight up street ball with power-ups. NBA Jam-like-esque game but with Looney Tunes characters. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was just so fun. So fun to play. So there you have it. Um... Top five right there like that. Um, what else we got? Looney Tunes related. Ah, yes. Um, just a couple more things here that I remember. Kind of. Uh, Sits Flads, Great America. That was our Sits Flads. It was in Gurney, Illinois. Now, Sits Flads... Didn't really go to a lot. I mean, we went periodically. It's not we didn't go as much as we went to Disney. Disney we went every year, sometimes more than once a year. You know, we, we were going in spring and in the summer. But uh, Great America would just be like a day thing. We didn't like go on vacation to Great America or nothing like that. Um, we just we would just spend a day or so there. Um and I remember they had Buds Bunny characters there that we saw. And I remember Buds Bunny because it was owned by Warner Brothers at one point. The park. And so they Buds Bunny had his own playland and can't remember any of the rides. I'd have to look it up, but I do remember a play place. And the only thing I remember about the play place that I really enjoyed the most was like these giant ass carrot punching bad things. And it was like a carrot maze. It was like a punching punching bad. It was like a, it was like they were punching bads, but they were giant carrots. And I remember it had there had to have been a bounce house there. I think. So that I remember playing in a lot and liking a lot. I didn't want to leave the playhouse, the play place, So what else is new? But, um... See, I, I... I really don't remember a lot about Great America. This isn't about Great America, though. This is about Looney Tunes. So I'm trying to specifically remember Looney Tunes-related rides. Once, let me, uh... Let me doodle it here. Or let me witty it here. Unfortunately, wiki didn't have anything on Bud's Bunny Land. It said something about Bud's Bunny National Park, which I don't even remember if I was going there at that time. By the time it was changed to Bud's Bunny National Park or not, I think I was just going there when it was Bud's Bunny Land. So I'm going to have to do a follow-up on that to see what kind of rides were there and stuff if I can. Or... If we even have home movies, because honestly, I do recall there was one tape I remember uh, watching that we do go to uh, Great America, because I remember meeting uh, Bud's Bunny, so we might be doing some rides there. So I'd have, I'll have to look at that tape again and uh, let you know next week in follow ups. But, um, one mem- one thing I do remember though, being at Great America is doing like the queue lines. I do remember they would show uh, the classic uh, Mary Melies Mary or Looney Tunes uh, short cartoons in the queue area, which was always pretty cool. Just there was, uh, which is
1: always
0: you know, which is always fun. So like I always thought of. Great America, as you know, Looney Tunes uh, theme park, uh, because it was mostly centered around Looney Tunes, but not really. Uh, and for those, just to get it out of the way, I was too. I was either too short to ride uh, the Batman ride, or too young. So, I never got to ride Batman the Ride. I did, however, get to ride the... Well, probably just too scared at the point at that time. But I did ride the uh, the, the swings. The Gotham City Swinger. Um, so, which is weird. I never got to ride the Batman ride. Or Joker's Revenge. Damn, that sucks. Well, anyway... Um, the only other thing I want to talk about before we wrap up here is basically you know Looney Tunes past the 90s basically like Looney, like the current Looney Tunes um, going back to what I had said earlier about Bud's 80th birthday thing besides the two Classic episodes of uh, the Looney Tune shorts. You know, classic shorts. I did record an episode of the new Looney Tunes. Now, there is a Looney Tunes that have, al- have also come out. On that HBO Max app, I believe. But this was the show that was on Boomerang before then. So... It was, it was interesting. Apparently, and I was uh, watching the Nostalgia Critic uh, episode on the new Looney Tunes show, which was the show before this new Looney, it's very confusing. To so the, the Looney Tunes show, and then you have the new Looney Tunes, and then you had baby Looney Tunes, you had all these new Looney Tunes shows. And, uh, it's very confusing, but, um, yeah. So anyway, the episode I recorded was one I knew about because, uh, of the description, based on the description, um, but I never seen the full episode or nothing. It was the one where this Armageddon, well, it's called Armageddon, it, Oh, um, we're getting out of here. Uh, parts one and two, and it's where this asteroid is coming to Earth, you know, and obviously going to destroy Earth or whatever. And the only way to destroy it was with, um, you know, spoilers like loud music. And who better to perform to be the lead singer, uh, in this? You know, then Axl So Axl <laughs> made a cameo in it. That's the only reason why we tweeted it. But then they had a second episode in that show. It's only a half hour show. And it was very short episodes. Uh, Two part episodes. Um, the other one had Weird Al in it. Uh, cameo. So uh, he, was a, he was a tree. Well, he was Two Trees, called Al and Weird. Um, But, uh, which is pretty funny. So, uh, if I compare the new episodes to the classics, it's definitely not the classics. Definitely not the classic shorts. For me, honestly, just the fact that Looney Tunes is still around today, is pretty awesome, to be honest with you, because it's a part of my childhood. I uh, I'm on the fence about the new Looney Tunes uh, show, to be honest with you. I mean, definitely the voices, and just the the the, the character portrayal. Like they made Porky way too fat in that one. It's I don't know, it's weird. It, it it's a weird show. But that's what Looney Tunes is. It's supposed to be weird. Um now the one before this one, like I said, the Looney Tunes show, I was saying I was watching the nostalgia Treated episode on it and he made it sound like it's like Seinfeld-esque if that made sense, but Looney Tunes. So that might be a show I would have been I would have liked so if that shows on Boomerang, I might I might retort a few episodes old episodes of those and see uh see how that that show is. But this new new Line Tunes, uh Gimme the Classics anytime over this new show. And I don't even know what the new show is on HBO Max. But apparently uh Yosemite Sam and Elma Fudd uh don't have guns. Because of uh twenty twenty you know that's people are offended or I don't know it's some stupid shit, but uh that about uh that about does it for this episode. I'm about to uh run out of uh recording time because it only allowed to keep uh, segments up to sixty minutes, which we are approaching. So this is going to be a long episode. I apologize, but we're just about we're we're finished. We're we're done, pal. So that's about it. In fact, I guess you can say that's all, folks. So, once again, I'd like to thank you all for listening to Episode 7 of the Manalia Memory Lane Podcast. And don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe uh, uh, the pod on Anchor, Breaker, Doodle Podcast, Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and brand new, just added this week, Overcast. Also give us a like on Facebook at www.facebook.com/ memory Lane and uh, until next week let me know uh, some of your favorite some of your favorite Looney Tunes memories growing up. Until next week, keep the Looney Tunes memories alive.